Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, or everywhere in the galaxy. Welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. It's Luke Bly, but we know him as Master Blywalker. How are you, friend? Martha Blywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? Do, 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 Mate. How on earth are you? It's. I'll, I'll it, tell you how I it, am, mate. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All I, <laughs> all I hear is. That's it. It's a sound is of that, a coin being poured. Oh. What is it? It's still going. It's a. Oh, no. It's a leather blonde. Oh. We'll have to get. I thought it was left. Well, it's left, leather. Some people say leffe. They're wrong. Uh, they they're they're wrong. They're Adam, wrong. how do you say it? Yeah, Dimsky, let's know. Let's know. Mm. I love, you know what? I love a oh. left ruby. Oh, and dude. you can only seem to, I know they sometimes do that at Tesco, but other than that, they they don't, they're, they're hard to come by. Right? I know a shop that does them, so I will pick you some up next time. Uh, I like the, the right. nectar, which is the honey one, but they don't do that, and you have to import that and order it in. So um, that's what I'll be doing oh, soon. Man. Oh man, so next time someone sees us on a park bench in Basildon at 11 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be down in Zambirio! It's 750 um, mils of beer. Mate, do you want to know fun fact? Yep. Right, absolutely smashed my knee in this week, didn't I? Order a proper Order 66 style. It's like my knee just went against itself. I have an old football injury from years ago, and I was playing with my nephew and my brother-in-law, and uh, my knee just went, and it is Ben Swolo right now. Like my it's knee is like double boy, the size it? it should be. Um, it is so big, there we go. large, um, inflamed. Uh, so it yes. is. Get well soon, so, Master Blywalker. So I'm taking a lot of paracetamol, and um, yeah, really, I, I need like a little R2 unit just helping me out. <laughs> just I need, I need rocket boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? My internet, my Wi-Fi hub is called R two D two. So nice. there you go. So hackers, give it we a are. try. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's called Sky something something something. So it's not quite as exciting. <laughs> we'll try that one though. But yes, get yourself on the men, my friend. Um, Thank you, then, bro. Um, and then this, uh, it's luckily though the sessions we uh, we sit down here in the cockpit, so we haven't got to do any moving. Oh, we love it, mate. And this, and this, this is the thing. This is the lesson, mate, boy. Don't go and try try and play football on an old injury. Don't try and get fit and healthy. Don't sit play down with and kids. talk about Star Wars. Yeah, don't play with kids. <laughs> yeah, I once picked up my daughter and pulled my back for about a week, which actually happened. So, uh, yeah, don't just don't do it, people. Just don't. Yeah, the lesson is sit down and talk about Star Wars. That exactly. Is, that's the safest option always. Isn't that right, mate, boys? As a father, you know this is the best advice for anyone. It's true. 
all of it it is absolutely well we are going to sit down and talk about star wars for the next hour and a bit but before that we have a couple of spicy announcements we've got a new patron luke yes huge shout out to our latest patron charlotte who's joined at the hello there tear yeah cheeky legend thank you so much charlotte big up yeah get the bees in yep you know get you know what we're gonna say enjoy everything we're putting out we've got some great content coming out in the month of june uh starting next week so look forward to that and we've got a whole plethora smorgasbord, board a cheese board selection of goodies for this for the last nearly two years of patreon now so you've got plenty to keep you going but honestly more importantly thank you for supporting the show it means the world to us that you uh, want to come on and help us like that so charlotte hello there and thank you And don't forget all of our spicy, and I mean, I really mean spicy film commentaries are all on our Patreon, and they are sick. So there'll be another one of those coming soon. Oh, there will Uh, be, won't there? Oh, mate, I can't. (laughs) Like I said, I told you, I've been so, so excited to watch Revenge of the Sith, and I have not done it. I've not done it. I've not watched episode three in ages. I'm waiting for the commentary. It is going to be... It is going to be a spice fest. It's going to be absolute filth. Um, and guys, are you watching Bad Batch at the moment? Are you enjoying it? Are you hating it? Either way, go and listen to our recaps that drop every Friday afternoon, British time. We cover it. We chat it. It was another spicy week. But yeah, that is on the podcast feed. Is it not, May boy? It absolutely is. So episode six has just dropped. We go into it in full spoiler mode. I think it's called Decommission, the episode. Uh, yep, yeah, again, about 20 minutes, 20 minutes of your day. So you can eat your breakfast whilst having that or have a cup of tea whilst you're listening. Before you know it, we've been and gone and made your day a little bit better, hopefully anyway. So yeah, Bad Batch recap has dropped and uh, it's football season in Europe, soccer season. Don't don't switch off because we've got some fun for you, haven't we, mate? <laughs> we got some fun later on in the show to talk about this. Uh, but if you want to get involved in the action, uh, we are doing a uh, Star Wars Sessions uh, Fancy Football League. Even if you don't like football, just come along and play for the Bants. Uh, we already got some great team names on there, including mine. Internazionale Mimbano. Hey, eh? Mimban. Yeah, we love it. Inter, Inter Milan. Yeah, right. Okay. We've got... I mean, I mean, Paul Buckle, his team name, Buckle Up Baby. I mean... <laughs> Might want to buckle up, baby. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Shawnee Boys, who did indeed set up this, uh, this league, Sean Hudson, familiar name. Well done. Uh, Netflix and Chillwell. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good. Mine will probably be like into team name here, or I miss that section. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Some- Paul, buy and brew. <laughs> Oh, look at oh. us laughing at our own well the league that sean set up for us look at us giggling at it <laughs> that's it man that's it that's yeah, what it's all about. no but it's exciting if you want to get involved in that just dm us yeah. message us on twitter instagram facebook and we'll reply with a link or a code and you can get involved we've already got loads of teams in there so let's make it a spicy one yep check us check it out it's going to be good fun however uh all that news aside i can hear the chimes of big ben kenobi which can only mean one thing master blywalker Oh, I think, my boy, I think it's the sound of the galactic news round. According to Deadline, Chernobyl and his Dark Materials actor, Robert Ems, has joined the cast of Star Wars Andor. 
photos from the set of Star Wars Andor appear to show Duncan Powell, who played Sergeant Melshi in Rogue One, on location as part of the cast. And three rare Star Wars Palatoy figures of Darth Vader, Boba Fett and a Jawa have sold for a combined £18,000 at auction. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter for The Mandalorian, and you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. This week, we thought we'd have a a chill-out discussion. We thought we'd have a nice, easy discussion. We didn't want any controversy this week, so we thought we'd go for something a little bit simple. Uh, listeners of the show would have realised last week we uh, had a Patreon question from our boy Gordon Brown, not the Prime Minister, but no, this guy's a king, uh, <laughs> where he um, dropped a question for us which has ignited some passion online. And when I read it last week, I, I immediately thought, well, this is... This is right for a discussion, even if it's just hypothetical or just for a bit of fun. Uh, I thought it's, this could be a good crack for a topic. And oh. uh, essentially what Gordon was saying, we'll all reread the question if you missed it. But what he was basically saying is, is it time for a modern remake of the original trilogy? <gasps> there, I said it. Uh, Luke, yeah, we read this out last week and we thought, well, this is this is prime spice for a main discussion, didn't we? Yeah, it, it it really is, mate. This isn't a five minute uh, discussion, really, and it's 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 a bit complicated because I feel like it's actually easy to say one answer and move on from the conversation. Uh, but the truth is, we're going to try and speak uh, from maybe a bit of a a neutral perspective, neutral standpoint. We're going to look at some pros, some cons, but also, you know, will this happen in the future mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 not necessarily a question of would you like it's a question it's a question of you know will this happen yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things people don't want to happen and yep. uh you know but you can you can pretty much guarantee hey listen this is gonna happen at some point mm-hmm. uh so it's one of those kind of conversations you know yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, it's uh, not clickbait. It was a question we got last week. Hashtag make OT2 happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why didn't we have that? Why mm. didn't we have that in the... Yeah, let's get it going, guys. Let's get it going. No. Come well, on, we, Gordon. Why don't you well, give us we, that? We all know it would get zero support. But it's interesting, yes. right? And we've, we have had, like you said, Mainboy, we've had a lot of feedback on this topic uh, across social media. Um, but yeah, Mainboy, why don't you kick us off with our line of thought? Well, let's do it. Uh, here's the question then that Gordon sent for our Patreon last month. Uh, so he said, after seeing the biome short on Disney+, Plus." with what Lucasfilm can now do with Star Wars Worlds and the recent tech used to bring in a young Leia in Rogue One, a younger Luke Skywalker in the Mando, along with bringing Peter Cushing back as Tarkin. Is there a case for a modern remake of the OT? It is well documented that King George Lucas always said the tech held him back with the OT, which is maybe why he went a bit green screen happy in the prequels. So it's now the time to have another crack at the original movies with modern technology. As I said, controversial. So modern remake of the OT. 
is it time to have another crack at the the, new, the old films of new technology? It is controversial. It's proved to be somewhat in, within the um, social media sphere. So there's Gordon's question. Uh, it's, you know, it's hypothetical. Gordon isn't saying he wants it. He's asking us and you guys, what would you think? So like Luke yeah. said, the pros, the cons, will it happen? Because there are both. Doesn't mean that either or, you know, it, it, we want it to be done or we don't, but there are pros for it. And of course, there will be cons to it as well. So, um, should we start with, you know, why maybe it could work? Yeah, let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Because in, in, in some sense, you know, a, a remake isn't always a bad thing, you know, and I think this is going to be my first point, right? Is that a remake allows for usually a new generation to appreciate that original piece. Yep. Yeah. Um, you could argue that the force awakens was kind of meant to be that, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And it, it, I think JJ Abrams always used to say that the force awakens was meant to feel like, you know, you watched return of the Jedi finish that. And now you can pop in the VHS for episode seven, the force awakens. And it just, it, it, it feels like the natural continuation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it, for the most part, it does, it does a pretty good job of that. Um, however, a complete remake of the original trilogy would almost, uh, just reboot everything. Um, but it could, it could get a whole bunch of new kids on board because I tell you what, mate boy, do, do you ever just sit there and think, man, I, I, I wonder if like, let's think of your daughter, mate boy, how old's your little girl again, mate? Uh, she's five now. She's five. Now, I want your honest opinion on this, mate. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could sit your little girl down to watch A New Hope? You know, let's say in a few years' time, when she's watching uh, films of, of similar, you know, uh, length and depth. Um, do, do you think she's going to sit down and really be drawn into something like the original Star Wars? Um, no, frankly. Not, not to sit down and you know, really absorb it in certainly not within the next few years, because mm-hmm. it, there is that. And I like it, that slow, more languid pace where George takes his time to start with, with the draw. When we open with a lot of shots of just three PO and R2, um, after the magic of seeing Vader for the first time and, um, dead rebels. But I think she would like parts of it. You know, the more, the, la- you know, the more, the louder parts like the cantina where everyone's dancing and there's songs, um, and, and and it sounds silly, but moments where the score rises. So when jo- John Williams' mm. score gets to its most triumphant, I think she'd be in then. But th- th- there, there's something to be said about that because I've seen, as a film dude, I uh, wish I hadn't called myself that now, as a person who likes film, um, I've seen a lot of people <laughs> say film that, dude. that film bro, that a lot of their kids won't watch older films because they, they, the, the idea of an older film sounds boring to them. Now I don't right. obviously agree. I subscribe to that. I love watching old films, old, old, old films. But it's it is something which I can imagine being prevalent. That if you ask a kid, do they want to watch The Force Awakens or do they want to watch The Empire Strikes Back? You know, don't at me here. But a lot of younger people might look at The Force Awakens, like the cover art and the back of the DVD Blu-ray, and think, "Well, this looks newer, so I want to watch that." So yeah, there's that. And again, this is for those for those who are listening. This is just us spitballing ideas. We're just throwing things out here. We're not. This is the pros of why it would it could work. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like we said, you know, from the top, this is we're we're trying to approach this from a neutral perspective because I think you're completely right, mate. I think um, even I I think back to when we would have my family film nights. You know, I'd never lean toward old, old, old films. Yeah, I loved '80s films. Now, and anything kind of before that, with the exception of a few films, I was really skeptical about. And it's only kind of when I look back at stuff like Flash Gordon. Like I grew up with a copy of Flash Gordon on VHS, and it was fun. It's super camp, and it's super over the top. And actually, you know, in, in a lot of ways, Flash Gordon is kind of like the cousin to Star Wars. You know, maybe, yep. well, course, a, yeah. again, it's a good conversation for another time, right? But when you look back at Flash Gordon, like, I can't imagine myself – like sitting down with my nephew and saying, come on, let's watch Flash Gordon. <laughs> He's Gordon's think, alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. What is right. this? Flying monkeys? Right. What's going on here? You're like, what, what is this? What is this craziness? And I, I think I said this, um, I, 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 or I've, uh, we, we've even, we've said it, I think, in, in, in person. Yeah. Like Star Wars is the biggest, like, weird film ever <laughs> it's the biggest alternative film ever yep. it's only because it's in popular culture that we kind of accept that it's not odd right yeah um or, yeah. or nerdy but yep. when you think about it i think we were saying this even with the bad batch um like in what world is there going to be like clones and just aliens talking like the beginning of return of the jedi i think it was on the bad batch we were talking about this right yep. like the beginning of Return of the Jedi is so weird. It's so weird. We don't necessarily look at it like that because we know it's the sixth installment of this huge saga, this huge yep. story. Well, of course. Like, it's so weird. Um, what's funny, though, is that we have like the reason, if I'm being truthful, yeah, Matty boy, if mm-hmm. I'm being truthful, is the reason I'm into Star Wars because of the original trilogy or because of the prequel trilogy? Well, root cause will always be the original trilogy because that is the root of this whole story. But really, I think, I think the reason I'm the star Wars fan I am today is without a doubt because of the prequels. Oh, you know, you are the prequel boy. Right. And and yeah. And I was like the perfect age for it. I was the perfect age for it. And they were, they were the films that I would watch when I was off school ill. I still do that. If I'm ill, I watch star Wars. It's kind of just a tradition. It's just one of those things. Um, but I always think that was one of the reasons why George Lucas wanted to sell Lucasfilm, right? He wanted these stories to live on. And I do think George could begin to see that this story was not necessarily dying, but it wasn't being carried on to the next generation. Maybe, maybe. Am I being am I being too cynical about that? Because I know there are people who are like even as a kid, I watched the original trilogy and I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, I'm we're trying to look at the pros here. You know, <laughs> yeah. Help, um, me, help me out. Help me out. Well, you certainly are a prequelist, which is as am I. Uh, my my first real introduction was Empire Strikes Back, and then the original trilogy. So that's what I'll always remember as my first Star Wars is the originals. But the first real taste. Or it's of course the prequels. That was new Star Wars. That was right. uh, a new part of the story. Which like the toys, the toys, the marketing, the Pizza Hut. Let's not forget. Never mentioned that before. <laughs> um, like just everywhere, like the wave of euphoria about this. What was just 
you know, a film. It's, like, it's, it's only a film. Well, everyone's going mental. But, you know, but obviously growing up, you, you, you know why. Um, and it introduced, you know, it, it obviously upset a few older fans, but it brought a load of new fans in, i.e. you uh, and, and yes. myself, of course, as well, uh, as the sequels have done as well. Um, so, no, I, I, I see what you mean as well about George. Maybe he, maybe he had like the Sir Alex Ferguson syndrome where he knew that the time was up and he got out whilst the time was good. Um, because there was, it's it, well, obviously there is the, the talk of, you know, he, he didn't like people being mean to him, which I totally get that. Um, he knew that maybe Disney could, or Disney could fund what he thought was going to be his films, you know, through his treatment. Mm. Uh, Disney ha- is a powerhouse who can take over everything. You know, he can take a step back whilst Disney do all the marketing, the production and that. And, you know, George is a story writer, whatever he thought he was going to be. That didn't pan out, obviously. But there could be a part of that as well. There could be a part of George thinking, well, you know, the innocence of what made these original trilogy films so special is that kind of innocence to them. It's gone now. Obviously, we're, we live in a more cynical world. If yeah. A new hope is dropped to tomorrow. It doesn't take off like it did in 77 because we live in a different age, a different world now. So... Uh, he maybe George knew that he, he'd need to pull something special out of the bag to rekindle what made his franchise so special in, in, to start with. So there could be an element of that. Maybe George did know that the time was up. Here's 4.7 billion or whatever. Thank you, ph- philanthropist. Give it to charity. Um, maybe he thought it was just for the best and, you know, he couldn't have seen what, you know, Disney's plans were. Again, plans which i like mm-hmm. i know a lot of people mm-hmm. don't but he couldn't have seen that he thought he was going to be on board as a, uh as a credited story writer so there is that potential dude so um right. as a pro it would it would potentially bring younger fans in to uh the franchise for these older films and for anyone says anything i imagine that's also going to come up in the cons as well because i have got a counter to that um another pro for me though is is very simple and like gordon says you know the, the the technology now is incredible. Some of some of yeah. the, pre, uh, the sequels and the standalone films look real. They look right. genuinely real. Like, I'm not. Really? I don't watch the space battles and think this isn't real. I'm generally like, I'm watching this and I think it's real. A lot of Rogue One, like on the Avin Four with all the ships coming in. I'm like, it feels like they're actually there because it's it's to a point now where it's so good. And the Mando with the volume, there are certain really? shots where you can see there's a there's a there's a back screen there, but. We're so, so spoiled, Matt. We this is exactly so it. spoiled. And not like just in Star Wars either, but there's so many other uh, IPs which just knock it out of the park. But Lucasfilm, um, uh, ILM, they they know how to craft it. So as a as a pro, if they if people wanted to say what's what's one good thing that could come out of a remake, it would look incredible. And I know there's a lot of reference for how all the old films look, but as a pro, a new set of films would look unreal. I think. Yes, definitely. Jabba being stepped on would look better as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And when you think about what George kind of did with the special editions and with his, you know, continuous edits of these films, yeah. it's, you know, we know that George Lucas is well documented that George Lucas never felt like the films were truly finished. I said yep. this the other week, uh, Matty boy, McClunky. What? Oh, McClunky. What? Like the, but it's crazy how, and, and as creative people, like I, I get that feeling. I, you know, especially when you watch or look at something that you've created, yeah. you're like, man, if only I'd said that or, or made that or edited that slightly different, 
you know, it would be so much better, but I can't, it's too late. It's yeah. too late. But people fall in love with the, with the original, don't they? They fall in love with the experience. Am I wrong? Like, no, because no, you're not wrong. No, because, and that's the thing. What happens when that generation just gets smaller and smaller without trying to be all depressing and stuff? You know, will the love remain for them? Now, I'm sure, in truth, I know that there, there, there will be. Yeah. But you could totally get from, from you know, we live in a world where they've remade The Lion King, matey boy. Like, you and I were alive during that. Like, yeah, all these- that's that original animated film. Yeah, all of those Disney films were like, you know, we, we grew up with loads of those and they've, they've remade them as mm-hmm. live action. Again, we know it's different. We know it's different. But I don't know, Matty Boy, it, it's one of those things that, especially with an IP like Star Wars being owned by the Walt Disney Company, it's on the cards. Yep. I don't think it's on the cards now, but I think they've got it banked away for a few decades' time, you know, if that yep. does ever happen. If we ever get there, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but, right. But do you, do you know what I mean? It, 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 and that's business. That is how corporations like Disney work. Mm. I'm telling you, mate, boy. And you nothing know that. Is, You're nothing a film is guy. sacred. Nothing is sacred, dude. The films I would never want to see remade. And I'm not against remakes. I'm against the idea of needlessly remake, remaking stuff because I see films sometimes being remade. And I think, what? Why? We doing this? What's the point? Who cares? But there are right. some which I wouldn't want to see remade. But if they were, then you know I'll still have the old film to watch, and I'll still go and watch the remake to see what it's all about. But nothing yeah. is sacred, even even Star Wars. Uh, and yeah, we'll we'll give our thoughts on would we want to see it later on. But nothing is sacred. Now the OT can and probably will be remade one day. One day doesn't mean next year. It could mean fifty years down the line. But I do believe one day they will do because. As you say, the businesses will see a lot of pros to it. You know, you could you could also sell a lot more of the whatever format it will be on in fifty years' time, like holographic display. You could sell those again. Hey, we're going to remake yeah. these old films. Here, here's an offer to buy the new films and make more money and what r- ride the wave of that. But there are again in a business sense, there are pros like for, for Lucasfilm and Disney. Uh, they could, and this is going to sound pr- really bad, uh, but they they could see this as oh, let's maybe remake the OT one day and fix a lot of plot holes and make it connect to our sequel trilogy and make it connect a bit better to the prequels. You know, yeah. they, they could do that. Yeah. Uh, again, don't come at me. I'm not saying I want it, but it's, you know, they well, might look George at it in that sense. That, mate, that is what George did for the prequels. Dude. That yeah. is what George Lucas did for the prequels. And it made sense. It yeah. made sense. The changes actually like are there. You're like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, especially victory celebration. You know, oh. sin. Who doesn't want to see stormtroopers being lifted up in the air on, in Coruscant? Oh no, yeah, <laughs> only to be thrown over the toppling. edge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And there are some. Cause we 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 did our special edition episode, and there are some. And I did one on uh, Jibber Jabber on Patreon dot com for slash Star Sessions. Uh, <laughs> there are some good moments in the special edition. There are. In any, I don't believe anyone who says the, they've ruined the films because, like you say, victory celebration. A lot of just uh, cosmetic touch-ups look so much better, and this is what we're saying as well. That with some, you know, you you can touch them up even better now and make them look yeah like, real. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Because are there things in the um, original trilogy that you look at and go, "Mate, that looks really that that looks really naff." 
Yeah, well, the one the one that George famously hates is I think it's the Executor, the Star Destroyer, Super Star Destroyer at the end of Return of the Jedi, crashing into the Death Star. Um, oh, George yeah. hates that, and he always has done. And I can see why because it looks awful, even for like a charming old retro film, it looks terrible. Um, you it know, doesn't got, look like the rest of Star Wars. Well, it does doesn't. It, 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 it like the original trilogy. genuinely looks like they've just. Uh, at the last minute, put a blackboard up in the background, got the miniatures, and just sort of like really slowly dropped it on. Um, you know, some of the um, some of the uh, the ATSTs look a bit janky, of course, and um, yep. you've seen in modern Star Wars how fluid you can get these massive walkers to look. So, um, you know, that would they would look good, and just 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 some again, just some of the cosmetics. You know, just getting rid of some of the uh, limitations of um, what call it, of, of, the, of the graphics of the day, shall we say. Um, so there are, and obviously, yeah, like, and special editions had a lot of issues with their with the quality of their graphics as well. Do you know what's funny though? Even like modern Star Wars, I think of the ATST we see in like Rogue One, or you know, even the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, it, it, they've done it so it kind of looks and feels and walks like the ATSTs in Return of the Jedi, even though you know there's a far there's a faster frame rate. Yeah. It still kind of acts and moves. Like, it's like when they talk about Grogu, little baby Grogs, you know, uh, even when he's animated, they pretend like he is still a puppet. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I love that. That just feels so anchored. I'll be honest with you, Matty Boy. New generations um, of kids falling in love with this story, graphics, I'll level with you. I can't think of much else in terms of benefits and pros uh no, I, was, I was stretching there which, which is why i've had to like put on my tin helmet and say i'm not saying i want this but if you want pros here's some um but no <laughs> yeah. i can't i mean the the real pros are very much cosmetic you could remake them if you want to and they would look unbelievable like unbelievable because of it. they know they put all the money in the world to making a new original trilogy remake look incredible so for me the only real pros are cosmetic and giving making them accessible for really young kids and that's to me the only real pros so uh, i'm guessing you might have a con or two um i have a lot mate <laughs> i have a lot oh yeah. where do we start where do we start mate boy i i think firstly the disrespect come yeah. on mate. um do you know what i think star wars is special Mm-hmm. That's yep. my answer. Star Wars is so special that it doesn't need to be remade. Yep. Star Wars is so big. The very nature of Star Wars is that it's a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many IPs, how many stories, how many books, everything wish they had the vast possibilities that a galaxy like a far, far away had? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're not it's, wrong, mate. It's ridiculous. Like I'm telling you, so much can happen in this galaxy. We, we, we never need to go back to the, the original trilogy to remake it. If they ever do, we, you know, I think that actually says a lot about the, about the state of, of the IP. And, yeah, that's um, that's what I think, Matty boy. That's what I think. I do think it's sacred. And to further my point, you know, Star Wars is unique in, in a way that there are millions of kids now coming on board to Star Wars for the first time ever because of the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. because of Rogue One. Solo, 
The Mandalorian. And they now will go back to the original trilogy retrospectively. They'll go back to the prequels retrospectively and think, wow, so this is what happened there and blah, 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 blah. And I think because of that, because of the nature of this story, if anything, these films will last a lot longer than its counterparts that were also made in the 1970s and 80s. Yep. That's what I think. That's my first con, Matty boy. And we're off to a good start. We By are, the way, um, I've got a beerio. Got a cheeky beerio. Oh, what have you got first? No. I've got, it's called a fu- firecatcher. I'm a firecatcher. Yeah, I'm a twisted firecatcher. Twisted firecatcher. Fire it's a golden <laughs> beer by the lovely Witchwood Brewery. Um, nice. Yeah, so my brother-in-law, my brother and sister from uh, the Midlands got us a box of beerios. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm snacking on that tonight, mate. Sweet. Um, well, a con, obviously the con is, it, just why would you want to? This is this started everything off. I mean, this is a, Jaws was your first blockbuster, but then Star Wars blew the roof off everything. Look at, all, look at everything that came from just A New Hope. All of the and all of the quotes. May the force be with you. The characters, the the costumes, which people still cosplay as religiously now. The ships, yeah. the locations, uh, the sound bites, the music. What are you going to do? You're going to rescore Star Wars. You're going to remake the OT and get someone else to rescore it and get rid of Binary Sunset. Get rid of Luke and Leia and the uh, Prince, uh, the Leia's theme and all, and all that stuff. No, mm. you, you must. You can't. So. You, you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice, which could also be true of the IP in general. The OT is loved and revered. Uh, it was celebrated at the um, the Oscars, certainly the first one was anyway, uh, A New Hope, sorry, Star Wars. Um, and everything after that is trying to catch up with the OT, trying to implement parts of the OT. And the Mando, you know, John Favreau has gone out of his way. I really wanted this to feel like a new hope. You know, he's really kind of ramming that down everyone's throat. So look, this is, this is what I call real star Wars type, um, bluster. JJ Abrams. We're going back to the old way of filmmaking, like the old films, it's all practical. You know, there's the IP relies on the original trilogy. And they went so in on that. Because you can't say if they said, Oh look, if JJ come out and said, you know what, we were we've taken a lot of inspiration for the prequels, you know, none of this is real. It was just a guy on a set walking and talking. So we thought we'd bring that to the uh, table for the sequels. People would just be like, Oh goody. They the, the the IP relies on those three films. How many times have we all said, Oh, I'm getting bored of everything being set in the OT era? But there's a reason why a lot of things are set in the OT era, like, even like the books and the comics and the animated series and the games. A game are set in and around that era it's because Disney knows and Lucasfilm know that that's uh, right now and probably years in the future. That's what people want because that's Star Wars to a lot of people. It's those first three films. So mm. you, you you can't catch light. And what, what would you want to achieve in remaking the films? You know, what do you think you right. could do better? And what would be the end game? No pun intended for cinema, but what would be the end game in doing it? You know, why would be my, the, the old Knapsack and Hudson quote of why? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> you can't, you can't better it. it. Even though I love you it. have issues with it. certain parts of each film, you can't. 
And here's the other thing, right? I'm going to get back on the soapbox. I'm going to take the mic off you and Here start speaking to uh, Another thing, Matty Boy, yep. is that like, when we look at other remakes of this generation, mm-hmm. you know, I think of Beauty and the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. That was such a big deal. Yep. Like, and Lion King. We're talking about like, record-breaking films here. Or, well, maybe not record-breaking. Big films. They still Lion made King. a lot of money. A lot of money. Like yep. ludicrous amount of money for a story that people had already seen it is mental that is that is cashing in on nostalgia big time yep. and um you know they're good but they're not, not like right. they're not they're not quite <laughs> yeah they're not quite cultural phenomenons like like the the original yeah you know they're not they're not as culturally vital or or, or even talked about like the originals you know mm-hmm. and i'm sure they probably feel like something special to 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 many people yeah but they're they're just not they're just not and i think that kind of te- that that says a lot on its own right yep yep yeah yep. and it's maybe disney might look at that and go mm, yeah oh actually i don't know if they would they would probably look at it just monetarily and that's the thing that is the thing you know if people are going out and spending how much did lion king make mate over a well over a billion it a made, lion made king, big, like 1.6 maybe or something like that what was it a 2019 film it was 2018 19 yeah. it made about 1.6 bill i think it's huge one it's it's stupid, isn't it? Here we go. Right. So it grossed 1.6 billion yeah. worldwide. Unreal amounts of and it wasn't even overly well critically well received. It was, you know, because it was yeah, I remember. shot for it was shot mediocre, remake. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was, I mean, it was I thought it looked lovely, but it was just the same film with worse act, worse voice acting. Yeah. It overtook Frozen to become the highest grossing animated film of all time and the seventh highest grossing film of yep. all time and the second highest grossing film of 2019. Yep. I mean, Disney just had a mental year, didn't yep. they? Then? They had a crazy year. But they don't yeah. get all their remakes, right? Like, I didn't mind the recent remake of Mulan, but again, it didn't, it hmm. didn't blow the doors off. Of course, the pandemic has had a massive issue problem with that, but. They don't, all, they don't always get their remakes or, or live action adaptations right. And just recent Cruella, it's not an adaptation. It's a kind of reimagining. It's the only one in recent years that's any good, I think. Right. Side side note, side note. Did you enjoy Cruella? I thought it was great fun. Mate, wasn't the soundtrack sick? The soundtrack blew my mind. Again, it's in something everyone's heard, but I, I was tapping along and a lot of people have said it was on the nose. Like, oh, well, the songs are just trying to tell you what to feel. Get out of here with that. Shut up. What? Music's trying to tell you how to feel? Are you joking? Are you thick, mate? Firstly, that's also what a score slash soundtrack does (laughs) to a part. But it complimented everything. I I won't give any spoilers, but Cruella, Emma Stone, what a queen. But yeah, go get on it. It's really good fun. I can't believe how good that was. And I'll be honest, right, so this is just bringing it back to Star Wars. (laughs) I think if, if Disney are smashing out films like that, like Cruella, you know... That actually makes me really happy that, you know, Team Disney is looking at films like that and saying, Do you know what? That's actually a job good well well done. Yep. An original story, yes, it's connected to a pre existing story, a la Star Wars. Um, but hey, it it works. It yep. works. The Mandalorian, mate, okay, it goes through what you could consider as familiar themes, but it is it is new. It is yep. different. It is a risk, really. 
we look at it now like it's the safest bet in the world because it was a success. The Mandalorian was was different, mate. Yeah. It was different. And, you know, from a lot of perspectives, that is almost the saving grace of Star Wars at the moment. You know, for many people, I'm not saying it is necessarily for me. No, you're right. It's been said in many circles that the Mando is what some people consider to be real Star Wars or uh, it brought back the vibe of what people think Star Wars should be. And again, this is all subjective. You know, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. Star Wars can be whatever anyone wants it to be. As long as as there are certain conventions that are adhered to, you know, Star Wars can be whatever it wants to be, as long as it's set in a galaxy, do we want with it? That's the beauty of it. Like you said earlier on, it's such a huge sandbox to play with, but um, yeah, remakes can work. You know, it's been, uh, it's been some great remakes in recent years. Um, uh, the, horror, the horror genre always does generally used to do great remakes a fly and a thing, not so much anymore, but you get something like the departed King Kong, a star is born remade many times over always good fun. So mm-hmm. they, so they can do mm-hmm. it, but those films aren't star Wars. Can you imagine? No. Um, can you imagine a remade Empire Strikes Back? Just, just, just that one by, on its own, trying to capture the magic of Empire, and it, it just—it it could be a great film. They could make a really good film because it's Empire Strikes Back. But come on, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know what? A, a, a point. Is, and me too, mate. Let me have a <laughs> bit of my beer. Let me have a bit of my beer. So the thing is, right? And do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, let's have another excuse to have a beer. The <clears throat> when it comes to the physical props and the the, the the practical effects of something like the Empire Strikes Back, I'm sorry, I know I always go on about it. Yoda and Luke, you know, oh. the the ships, the cinematography in something like Episode Five mm-hmm. is it, it's so so well executed, mate. Just come on, chug, 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 chug. it's got it's got to be done. Mm. Mm. It's got to be done. Mm. I really want to chuck chuck with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you heard chug that? The Fortnite, yeah, the yes, Fortnite I song. I yeah, have heard that Fortnite it. song. My voice went really high then. Yeah. Um, and I've only <laughs> yes, had I one have. my beer. Um, yeah, you can't <laughs> capture what made those films. What, what are they going to do? I'm I'm not your father. Oh, what? Really? You're going to change that? It's, there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm trying to, like, like obviously, the, <laughs> the con of it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not your father. They could like I am. I am your brother. I'll pull the other one. Uh, yeah. the, the cons are obviously <laughs> it's, it wouldn't be a slap in the face. I don't. I don't think to the actors necessarily. But can you imagine? You know, imagine trying to. Wait, wait, how are you going to? How who's going to play Harrison Ford? Han Solo. Yes, Ordinaro did a great job. Yes, you can bring McDonald Glover as Lando. And there are characters already in place for that. I suppose that's a pro as well. But. You know who 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 are you going to cast as uh, Luke right. Han and Leia? And the the weight, the unfair and horrific expectations that would be on their shoulders would be would be, would be sad to see because they they people wouldn't accept them anyway. Even if they were fabulous, they would always be on a hiding to nothing. They'd have to bring something new to the character, which thus far is changing the heart and soul of the character. It you know can imagine being the new cast. I mean the old cast, uh, the ones that are you know gladly still with us probably wouldn't look too kindly on it either i'm sure they'd be supportive in public but mm. can you imagine the new kids or actors having to fill those shoes yeah it would be it, it, it'd be just so difficult it'd be so difficult but i suppose you could argue that we've already kind of seen that with solo 
Yeah, you know? I guess, but they're original well, original stories. They're like Cruella almost. They're new stories based on true. existing characters. Very true. Very true. Good point. Good point. I just can't you imagine know, the, like, I, Darth Vader being how, what they do with him. And this is the, 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 the unfortunate reality of not only business, but culture is that we're moving in a direction where maybe old things aren't valued as much. That's my worry. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and just kind of going back to this, this overview, because it seems so obvious to say, well, no, don't remake it because it's sacred. It's, it's perfect. It's, mm-hmm. it's this, it's that. But you know, when, I look back at my childhood. I think, wow, you know, playing with action figures was so much fun. Playing out, doing this and that, you know. Boys, and I know kids kind of still can do that. Like my little nephew does. He has great imagination, but he also has an iPad. Yeah, it's sacred to us and our generation and older. But is it sacred to people younger than us? Mm. Are we just putting a blanket term over? Did I mean? Are we just saying you can't remake this because it's sacred? But there might be a whole demographic of people saying, well. You know, not to us. We prefer the new films, or we prefer the yeah. prequels, or we like what Marvel or DC or whoever are doing. Um, so we'd like to and see that happen. And that's why we have to trust in the the overlords overseeing all this rubbish yep. to say no, that's crazy. Even though I'm sure we could earn some money out of it, the best thing to do is to continue this mythology in different ways so that people can go, wow, I love this new thing. I love this TV show. I've used her as an example before. My auntie, not really into Star Wars, grew grew up during the original trilogy, saw them, never really got into them, uh, not really a fan. Sees The Mandalorian, loves it. Loves it. Goes yeah. back, watches the other stuff because it's part of that universe. That is the best thing for the original trilogy. The best thing for the original trilogy is to carry on making brilliant Star Wars with original stories that are still grounded and anchored firmly into a Star Wars mythology because Star Wars is its own genre and it should yeah. be treated and respected as such. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Bottom. How'd you many, like that? <laughs> yeah, how'd you like them apples? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how many films, TV shows, books, comics of you know varying genres quote Star Wars still like those old films? You know, it's become. It's not even the fabric of pop culture. It is pop culture. You know, I mean, it, yeah. you, you can't even walk into Primark without seeing a, an OT T-shirt um, or underwear. But there is, it's it's everywhere. And there's a reason for that. It's because it taps into something. And it yeah. isn't, and it's timeless. The films, yeah, they're, they, they're older. And of course, they're not going to look as polished as films do today, but they were, these films were pushing the boundary back then. So whilst we're saying they would look good now, and undoubtedly they would, I will, I will, like, um, not literally fight, but fight anyone who says a new modern OT wouldn't look good because it would. But the film, the original trilogy looked good at the time and still now because they were pushing boundaries. Lucas was, uh, George Lucas is, is responsible for so much of modern cinema based on what he did with those films and also the special editions and the prequels as well. Of course, they are all built from the OT. Everything with this whole show, this podcast of which we love dearly is built on the basis of the OT because this is what started it all. Uh, and we love going back to talk about the original trilogy because there's something about it. It gets people talking. It gets yeah. the emotions stirring. And some of my favorite moments in star wars 
of course, will come from those films because of an emotional level. Like you mentioned, Luke and Yoda on TSE, but TESB. What I remember seeing first when as a kid was those two in the in this sort of misty swamp jungle type place, and that's what I saw first. My first ever uh, frame of a Star Wars was that. So I'll always remember that Yoda's theme, and I always remember that as a kid. The binary sunset, of course, it's it resonates. And yeah, look, the films may not be perfect. No, none of them are. None of them mm. are, apart from Rogue One, of course. Um, <laughs> but there's something there. George captured something. Everybody who worked on those films captured something. Do you know what I mean? The, 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 the story of how it was saved in the edit, which it was. Uh, Irving Kershner coming on for Empire. Richard Marquand and all the work he did on Jedi. Everybody. You know, the work they did on those films. It wouldn't be erased by remaking them. But you have to ask yourself... Why would you want to? There are some films in film history that haven't been remade and probably won't ever be remade because they are timeless classics. Not because, yeah. and not just because they're a product of their time, because they got it right first time. And that's just the way it is. And we might be biased because we run a podcast, but for me, those three films, yeah, I change things about them. We've had many questions. What would you change about the OT? Of course, I change little bits about them. I do that. Any, even my favorite film, I change a few things about, but, um, there's something about them which is just you know they're universally loved they're 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 special like you said they're magical and any remake which possibly will happen you, you, you they will never top it and i think i'm so in, in in myself i'm confident in saying you could never ever top what george gave us and and co gave us in those first three films man that's it mate and if people want to see, you know, slight remakes of scenes or something, you know, they always have Galaxy of Adventures on YouTube. Yes! On the Star Wars Kids channel. That's it. We've got, <laughs> yes. we've got the comics, which just change everything, and Floney, which then changes out on top of it. But um, <laughs> So we're sitting there saying that, look, Disney's a business. They, they like money. They always have done. The money men at the top. <sighs> If we're saying that, look, it's going to happen one day. When do you? Re- when would would you realistically think then that they're going that they would remake the OT? Let's 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 say they're going to do it. When would they mate, do it? May come on. I don't think I may. I just don't even want to think about it. So no. I'm going to give you a really povy answer. Um, they'll remake it on ice, mate. <laughs> they'll remake <laughs> it on ice you naughty in, boy. Ten, in 10 years time uh or i'll remake it in a little play group or something <laughs> like i don't know i don't know um yeah i i i i'm, I'm gonna say no i'm gonna say nil pa i don't pois. think they'll do it i don't think they'll do it if they had any sense about with yeah oh. but saying that well what, what would you say then what would you i'd say? like to i'd like to agree with you but i just can't i do think i do generally think in something silly like 40 50 years when sadly a lot of the generation isn't with us anymore which doesn't bear thinking i think and this, this sounds awful but i think then the overlords would be like right it's safe to do it now yeah, I mean, it's safe mm-hmm. to do it now i generally think that they will do in decades to come not until like maybe 20 2060 or something like 2077 or something to remark the 100th anniversary of star wars we're going to remake it um but i think one day they will do but not for a long 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 time they're having trouble you know for all for all the positivity in the world they're having trouble with their own ip now so to let alone even thinking about remaking that so i do think one day but it may not even be disney Disney, you know somebody might buy it off disney in 30 years time and want to redo it themselves. So it might be another company. So we're sitting here with saying Disney, they may not have nothing to do with it. They may sell it on in 30, 40 years time and it's out of their hands. So 
I think one day it will be. Hopefully, I'm not around to see it. But if it if it if they do, and I'm alive, I'll go and see it. But I'll always remember, you know, what made the OT special because they are. Yeah. Because also, I I'm pretty sure there's a contract somewhere that says they can't tinker with it because oh, of George Lucas. But you know, there we go, Georgie boy. Oh yeah, no, oh, you can't change it. I'm always alive in the movies and my pictures. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Right, well, the beer is still going, thankfully, but that doesn't stop us. When's it ever going to stop me and Luke having a beer? Uh, we've just happened to pull up outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, mate, let's do it. Yes, <laughs> all right. For those new and old to the show, each week we sit down in here, in the Bantina with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. Spoiler, that's you lot. And we have a couple more Kef beers. Uh, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion, which of course this week was, uh, would you guys want a modern remake of the OT? Yeah, that's right. We put out the questions and oh boy, did we get the responses, Matty boy. Um <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, wasn't it? It was really crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we, we basically put out a poll on Instagram asking uh, if you'd ever want the original trilogy to be remade. Mm-hmm. And the results were in. The results were funky. They were fresh. They were spicy. 93% said no, Matty boy, with only 7% saying yes, they would like a remake at some point. That's crazy. That is just that's a landslide, isn't pretty it? Pretty much, pretty much unanimous. Of course, we'd we'd never out those with the seven percent because that is absolutely your uh, your your prerogative for wanting to <laughs> vote for that. And hey, look, <laughs> there are going to be people out there who would be desperate for a remake. Um, these yeah. results, I do say otherwise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but we got a lot of responses on this and people were passionate on this topic weren't yeah. they dude we got so many and we generally did check out our socials we'll give it the links at the end or just Star Wars sessions and all the socials uh, and we've got so many people uh, writing in across the board other than maybe like one saying no no they shouldn't remake it for a variety of excellent reasons it wasn't generally wasn't just no there was reasons why, whether it's personal, emotional, um, like cinematic reasons, like film reasons or practical reasons. Everyone gave a really good answer, you know, and it got some people very rolled up. Some people didn't like the question even being asked. Fine. You yeah. know, that's, that's entirely up to you if you want to get that passionate. Fine, whatever. It's just a yeah, question. Blame Gordon asked. Brown. Yeah, blame Gordon. Go and hung, drown, hung draw and quarter Gordon. You started this, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. be nice to gordon that's a great question that gordon asked which is which has sparked this uh debate so basically the band in the bad tina the user user comments are everybody to a man and woman and dog said nope no the quick comments we got were no so what we do have is a couple of wonderful voice messages and we'll start the first one from adanic designed wonderful graphic designer on instagram here's what you had to say <laughs> They kind of did this with the clips with the uh, Galaxy of Adventures animation shorts on YouTube. There's no need to remake or reboot these films. Uh, you know, Star Wars is so large across time and space, there's infinite stories you can tell, and retreading is just lazy and greedy. Mm-hmm. 
There you go, mate. Like you mentioned, Galaxy of Adventures uh, towards the end of the discussion there. Um, and Anik himself has said the same thing. And yeah, you're right. There, and that's it. There, there is no need, really, is there? I mean, there may be a desire for money or creatively yeah. people might want to have a crack at it, but there is no need, is there? No, exactly, mate. Exactly. And I think, yeah, Ironic Designs. Go check out Ironic Designs yes. on Instagram. He does some brilliant stuff. Ironic uh, with a K. Yeah, a r- Ironic with a K. Um, Up next, Lukey Boy Summerfield. We've not heard these beautiful Welsh tones in a while. So let's hear what Lukey Boy has to say. I bet bet he wants it remade. (laughs) Hey, you spicy legends. My thoughts are, leave the original trilogy alone, but by all means, flesh out the stories and perhaps, you know, just go over some of the CGI. I was a bit disappointed that the Luke Skywalker in the Mando was the CGI Mark Hamill. I mean, Alden did a great job as Han, and I'm hoping going forward they will use Max Lloyd-Jones or Sebastian Stan as Luke. I do live in hope that one day we're going to get extended special editions of the prequels, and definitely the sequels. Catch me online at One Quarter Portion and at One Quarter Toy. And remember, Palpatine loves a good special edition. <laughs> oh, Palpatine <laughs> loves it. Mando. Yeah, no, he does though, doesn't he? He does. So, yeah. um, I like that, and I do think it is funny that we live in a world where, you know, Tarkin in Rogue One does. You know, you can tell he is mocap and yeah. it's not a real person, but it looks pretty good, you mm-hmm. know, pretty good. But then Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian looks a bit ropey. Like in, in places where you pause it, it looks very good. And at yeah. the start, it looks really good. But then it's when he begins to talk, it begins to kind of... When he does anything. <laughs> yeah, basically. So. Still, Luke Skywalker, man. I mean, I adore it, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm not actually super bothered by it, and I think really? that's how you can get away with it, because the content and the context is so good. Sorry, it's so good. So good. Yeah, nice thank you, Danny Boy. That's it. Cheers, mate. Um, but yeah, I, I think you can kind of get away with it. But I hear Lukey Boy. I hear him, yeah. I think fleshing out, you know, I'm here for it, bro. I'm here for it. Yeah. He's a naughty boy, and what Luke said there, which I, t- the most uh, prevalent thing I took was also something that we had in the socials was that, you know, George tried with the special editions to tinker and add new things in, and for the most part, they look awful. Why not, you know, get around the table? Hey, George, you know, can we redo them? Or by all means, come back and help us out. We can now put all of these dewbacks in. We can put Jabba and Han and Han Greedo through in a second in, and we can make it look <laughs> real. Why not? If they, if they want, they, that's one thing which I think it won't appease fans, but it may help a little bit. Going back to those special editions and touching those up entirely, you know, replacing those horrible looking plastic dewbacks and adding in new ones that, if, if, if they're going to be in there by, by George's wish, touch those up. You know, that's how, that's how you can quote unquote remake the OT. Go back to the special editions and redo those some some of those awful effects, 
on there as well. Like, like the, ja- the Jedi Rocks uh, scene. I know our boy Johnny Olaf loves it. You can keep that in there, but just integrate the, the characters a little bit better. Sort the lighting out, sort the t- sort everything out, make them feel like they're there. Um, and I think that could go a long way to appeasing a few people. And that's probably the closest I'd ever want to a remake of the OT, just fixing up the special editions, man. Yeah, good call, mate. Good call. Yeah, there's there's a lot to be done in Star Wars, but you know, original trilogy, as the boy said, leave it alone. Yeah. And so yeah, thank you very much for sending in those voice messages. We haven't heard from Darth Dildo in a long time. I miss that fella's voice. Um, and for everybody who sent in a comment on the socials, thank you so so much for your passion and your uh, reasoned arguments against. So uh, thank you for that. And if you didn't hear your voice on this. Uh, episode of the Bantina probably didn't because there's only two of them maybe we'll do on a future version of the Bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions you know it's going to be so good best podcast best podcast best podcast yeah that's right it's the <laughs> spiciest part of the show the spiciest part of the band teenage the patreon questions <laughs> section it's a extra spicy one this week may boy are you ready for these bad boy bombay questions let's, go. let's yeah. do it Sh- do it shout out to the pot noodle uh oh, yeah. stuart house stuart house our boy ask this may boy who's more foolish the fool or the fool who follows him maybe one quote <laughs> it's an well, obi-wan quote right. i saw stewart send this in and i thought oh classic stewart he, he sent it. it in within two minutes of the post dropping what a lad what um, <laughs> a king he must have been on it um i think uh, well listen this is something i've thought about before this for the last year people always say like, who's worse the bully or the people who side with them both are bad but, you know, who's worse, the fool or the fool who follows him? It's the people who follow him. The fool is already lost. But the people who follow him have a choice. You know, they're, they're not the ones making the decisions. They are actively going along with following the fool, whether that's peer pressure, uh, because they're intimidated, or because they want to fit in. For me, they are the more foolish, the ones who, for whatever reason, follow this figurehead of silliness, shall you just say. So for me, very simple. The fool who follows him is is the more foolish. What about you, man? You totally agree totally agree because also uh some people are a bit stupid and you know <laughs> yes. they're, they're fools and you know that's so just how it is uh whereas the person following said fool um might not be you know mm-hmm. they might not actually be stupid they could have you know whatever um circumstance preventing them from being intelligent at that time but <laughs> <laughs> you know they well, might have had they might have have had uh, too many beerios you know <laughs> it, it could be it could be whatever but then again there's the argument to be said well if he's in that state then well, he's an idiot anyway but, yeah. you know so there's many there's many arguments but ultimately um i would say the fool not necessarily um the the one who follows him not necessarily the fool i'd say the fool because the fool actually might be a really sweet person mm-hmm. do you know what i mean that possibly. possibly yeah we have to take that into account because i've met some people who are they are lovely people but oh my word matty boy you're like man how 
how have you not got like run over or it sounds like, like you're saying that to me like oh god mate boy have you not got run over <laughs> yeah. I mean I get it I know every time I go to see Luke he, he's always, well, he's always you... pushing me into the road mate boy have you ever worked with someone yep yeah, and simply thought, yes <laughs> and thought <laughs> and thought yes. like how are you in this role how are you how on earth are you how did you job? get out of bed and put your top on the right way this morning is that what yeah. i think about some people how have you put your shoes on the correct feet with some of the things you're coming out with but i remember sunshine. speaking i remember speaking to and i suppose this is um this says a lot maybe not necessarily about the intelligence of a person actually the opposite but um i was speaking to someone who's in a quite high up role mm-hmm. uh in this company right and they're a director of this department and um they were talking about what they watched on the weekend like netflix and they were like oh yeah i watched i think it was stranger things or something okay. like that and I, solid or or and, and i recommended something to them and she went yeah the thing is i'll watch it but i don't get it and i'm like what do you mean and they went yeah i just don't get it like stories like that i don't get it <laughs> i was like what i i was like sorry i and i couldn't let it go matt i like i <laughs> I was let like, what, sorry, let it go. <laughs> That's, that should be in my voice a lot, to be honest. Disney. But I was just thinking to like, what do you mean? And I, I said that. I was like, what do you mean you don't get it? Like, what, what is there not to get? And she said, well, just as soon as it's not set in the real world, I kind of, I, I don't always understand the story. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, what? I've known what are you talking who, about? If it's not set in the real world, they just zone out. Like When Game of Thrones was more politically driven people like i know people as soon as they introduce dragons are like nope i'm out because i can't i just can't believe it so but, you know that's fair twos as well i'm sure people have seen me at my desk troughing donuts and thought how how did this guy get a job i'm sure i'm sure people thought the same about me but i have also the same about others does it every week on a podcast like what am i doing with this idiot what am i getting no. to this guy for <laughs> i go i look at mabel and i go so good oh he just lets that so yeah. good yeah exactly on my toes there yeah that's it uh, thank you thank you yeah very good <laughs> thank mate. Very much. good there mate good good, good there uh, you, but mate. yeah okay so i think that kind of answers Stuart. so yeah. i think we I think we got that and uh, let us know what uh, Stuart. you never gave us your answer who do you think is uh the more foolish the fool or the fool of us and listeners give us your answers who is the more foolish the fool or the fool who follows him we'd love to hear your answers on that and also to this next question comes from essex clone 97 scott fisher and he said this is this is filth he said you've been given the task of finding or selecting a person to be the template for a clone army of earth you are free to pick anyone from a family or friend to celebrities etc the catch 22 however is there will be no behavior modifications to the clones so these clone troopers will be pure clones with the same behaviour, uh, physics, etc. of whoever you pick to be the template, i.e. Boba Fett to Django. So with that in mind, who would you pick and why? Hope you guys like the question and can't wait to hear your thoughts. Well, Scott, I do like the question an awful lot. And here are our thoughts. Luke, who would you select as the template for a, a, an Earth-based clone army? Right. I think it's pretty obvious, <laughs> isn't it? Well, obviously, you could pick yourself, of course. Scott, Scott, come on, mate. How can you not look at Earth and go, well, you know, unfortunately, it has to be. He has to take take, take the hit, you know. He has to take one for the team. Has to be the Hoff, surely. Yes, don't hassle the Hoff. Surely. Can has you to imagine? Be, 
has to be the big David himself. <laughs> Jump in my car. <laughs> David I mean, this guy. I mean, this guy took down, you know, the Berlin Wall, the Berlin. didn't he? Single-handedly. Single-handedly, didn't he? But I'm pretty sure that's in history He on the Berlin Wall. Yeah, exactly. The night he came down. He's, uh, he's I mean, huge he's in Germany. A- he he's huge everywhere, mate boy. Oh, oh, sorry, he's, of course, he's huge in Earth in the galaxy. He's he's one of the few people in the, on the globe that is wider than Ben Swallow. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's oh. a looker. He's a tank. He's he he is an icon. And you know, if we don't clone that guy ASAP and give him five lightsabers minimum, and the laser the laser bow the, the light, light bow. bow. Yep. As we were, thank you, Maya Karan. Thank you, thank you. Um, the light bow that Omega uses in Bad Batch, and you know we're doomed, aren't we? I oh, think you're right, point? mate. What's the point? So, what's the point of me even answering now? Yeah, the whole there isn't. <laughs> exactly, has to be. Has oh, to be. I, oh, I don't mate. know. I don't know of many people that can rival him. No, well, like, it's, Luke Bly. I mean. I don't know, mate. Can you imagine, can you imagine a million blind blind I, I can't even flipping kick a ball with my nephew and my brother-in-law yeah. without <laughs> having my <laughs> knee implode on itself. Yeah, so. the modifications would need to be made, wouldn't they? I, I, I also know mate. because they'd all need names and I end up coming out of a million bligh puns for each of yeah. their names. I ain't doing that, so you're yeah, out, with Hoff, With the Hoff, you could be like, uh, so, Hissel? Uh, yeah. Hoff? <laughs> Dave, v- Vid, D, Vid, Vid, Big D, uh, O, <laughs> S. Just take parts uh, of his name. L, like. yeah. L, <laughs> Tick. Just call one of them Tack. I like that one. <laughs> what, made, what made me laugh was recently uh, through the looking glass here. Uh, when I went to the cinema with my brother and sister recently, we, uh, me and my brother, because could not stop saying Tick, Rika. My sister got so annoyed at the, the fact that she kept, kept going, Tick. And she kept really annoyed by it. Can Tick. you stop doing that, please? Uh, she needs to get on board then, doesn't she? She needs really? to get with the program. But, yeah, um, get with the program. Come on, man. Castle Hoff. How do I beat that? I mean, obviously, Luke Bly would be my first choice, but. Um, wow. The. Uh, <laughs> Ross Kemp. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's, <laughs> anyone oh, who's hang seen. On. No, that like, is a like Extras. He's like, oh, oh, I was in Luke and I, I was in the SAS. Oh, what is what SAS? What does that stand for? Super Army Soldiers. Uh, Ross yeah. Kemp. He's Ross Kemp with gangs. You know, so how to um, kick it with the uh, with the underworld. He was a Super Army soldier in extras. Um, he's he's he was a Mitchell brother in EastEnders. That's a English thing. So imagine having a million Ross Kemp's running around. Nobody, you know, I, and they're clever as well. Ross Kemp, I went into the war zone and it started to get a little bit heated. So I got a bit frightened and got out of there. He knows when to leave. He knows when to leave the battleground. He's not, he doesn't just rush in headlong. When he gets a bit frightened, he gets out of there. Um, Make the Ross, Kemp, Ross Kemp happen. Or, <laughs> we've been saying that since EastEnders, um, since he left EastEnders for ITV for a million quid. I, other than that, did you see Chris Hemsworth's arms the other day in when he was in the picture? Oh, mate, Thor. mental. Imagine mental. a million, or obviously he's a hunk and a beefcake. Imagine a million of Chris Hemsworth. They'd be unstoppable as an army. There'd be like a, ton, a million wreckers, Rika, running around. Just cleverer. And better looking. <laughs> Rika, Rika, yeah. tick. Yeah. Um, listen, the thing is, forget Hemsworth. Rubbish, mate. We, Ross Kemp is such a good shout. Ross Kemp? Ross Kemp? Do you know what? And, I'm, and David just, Hisselhoff. 
I've just put on Twitter now, hashtag make Ross Kemp in Star Wars happen. Shall I, <laughs> should I tweet it? Hit it. Just for Punch it. Hit it. There we go. Let's see. That might be the new thing. Yep. That might be... that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the new thing. Everybody wants to make a splash online, and this could be it for us. You know, yeah. we could we could yeah. make Ross Kemp happen, and that's it. Um, I suppose to, uh, for everybody else, who would you choose? Uh, a family member, friend, or celebrity? Who would you choose to be the, uh, the c- template for an Earth-based clone army? Let us know. Uh, Scott, we will also... Obviously, we'd have Scott, because he's already got the armour. Let us know your answer, Scott. So, who's the more foolish... And who would be your template for an Earth-based clone army? Let us know for uh, the Bants. If you want to sign up to the Patreon, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Sign up to a certain tier and you can ask us a question which we will answer every month. But I think that's going to round up this week's uh, time in the Bantina. So, barman, sorry about the mess, but we are going to be back again this time next week for another stint in the Bantina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Star Wars Sessions Game! Game, yes! Uh, For (laughs) our new listeners, each week we end the show with a game, a Star Wars themed game, and this week is no different. And we mentioned up top that we are going to uh, reference the European Championships Again, this episode, one more time. Please don't switch off. It's not football related necessarily. It's Star Wars related. Uh, usually we don't let the other person know what the game is, but this time we thought we'd have a bit of fun ahead of time. So we are going to be assigning each nation that has qualified for the European Championships of Soccer 2020, it's called, even though it's 2021. We're going to be assigning them a character in Star Wars. So as the tournament goes on, it won't be North Macedonia versus Finland. It will be... Whoever we assign to those teams will be versed against each other. And at the end of the tournament, we're going to have one winner standing, one character standing. So, uh, Luke, we yeah. thought this would be pretty fun. So, are you ready to get a signing? Right, let's do it. Should we do? Are we doing it by groups? Are we doing group A? Well, first? I'm going to give you a. We're going to alternate this. So, I'll give Luke half, and um, I'll do half as well. I haven't got pre. I haven't got pre-allocated characters in case Luke picks the same. So it's all right. on the fly. So I'm going to just chuck them at you. I've got them in front of me here and I'm also going to record them. So you record them and then we can record the rest of the tournament. Like, it's, like so. Exactly. Yes. So are you ready for your first nation? Mate. Oh, let me stretch. Let me have a swig of my beerio. Oh yeah. Good shout. Here right. comes the beard. Right. Come on then. Let's go big boy. Let's do right. it. First nation is the home of the Belgian bond. Dimsky. Belgium. Right, Belgium, Greedo. Greedo, straight up. Greedo, Belgium shot first, did they know? Um, yep. My one is Italy, so I have to go for Watto. Your next <laughs> one, my friend, is <laughs> is Russia. Right. Oh, Russia, easy, Jabba the Hutt. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> your names out now. Because Russia's big, isn't it? So. <laughs> Uh, my next one, well, my one is is Poland. So uh, I don't really have any Polish kind of ideas here. So I'm going to go with Chewbacca. Chewbacca is Poland oh, nice. because uh, Eunice Suetamo isn't Polish, but he's called like a Pole. So 
Poland. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, your next okay. team. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine. Uh, K2SO. <laughs> K2SO. Ukraine K2 can be K2. K2. Uh, mine has come up with Spain. It's going to be my uh, next one. So Spain is going to have to be Han Solo for me. Yours okay. is France. Oh, France. Aren't they the favourites at the moment? Uh, they will be up there, yep. Yeah, I think they're favourites at the moment. Let's give France Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you are the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they won't bring balance. Let's see. No, yeah. Sorry to any of our French listeners. I called, I called that France would win the World Cup uh, in 2018. I said France would win it. So let's see. Right. Let's see what Here happens in the Euros. Well, I've got, um, I've got Turkey. So who can I Ooh. go for as Turkey? I am going to go for Admiral Motti, the one who got choked in the Death Star in the first okay. round. Admiral Motti because he was a bit of a turkey oh oh you ready for your next one mate yes please right beat beat your chest get patriotic your next one is England uh easy Gyra from the Phantom Menace (laughs) (laughs) storms are are coming home (laughs) (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) storms are are coming home Danny (laughs) you did did it Uh, oh dear Um, mine mine (laughs) is the Czech Republic so uh, for the Czech Republic you know they they scream salacious uh, crumb so salacious crumb is is, uh, them Finland is your your next country my friend Finland mate Uh, Finland Finland Finland, mate gets BBA oh BB8 for Finland. Who have I got coming out next? Sweden. Um, I don't have a Count Dooku because, you know, sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I love Sweden, man. I I would very much like to go. Um, Your next one is Croatia. Croatia? Um, Oh, Croatia. I'm going to say they they were good. Mandalorian. I'm going to give... Dinjar in. Yeah, Ooh, come on. Dinjar in, right. We've got some good yeah, teams they, they were the runner-ups for the World Cup, weren't they? Probably? They were. They beat us in the semis. Um, yeah. My team coming out is Austria. So, uh, obviously, oh, yeah. when, when I think Austria, I think um, Admiral Akbar, Admiral Austria. So, Akbar is Austria for me. Uh, yours is the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Everyone loves the Netherlands and everyone loves Ewoks. It's wicked. <laughs> wicked is is, it, is a wicked yeah. <laughs> so yes it, it really is wicked so uh the next one for me is germany oh one of the big hitters so one of the big hitters in the star wars franchise is rose tico so i'm gonna go rose tico for oh, germany mate, no G- give germany palpatine oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking Oh, I've got someone over there. Here you go. Rose Tico is Germany. I'm not taking it back for you. <laughs> yeah. You're, I'm, you're only, I'm only kidding, but it's only because traditionally they're the rivals to England. Yeah. To no, England. Go on. Exactly. Yes. Go on. Let's go. Uh, Carry you've on. got Portugal. 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 Everyone loves Portugal, don't they? Um, ben Solo. Ooh. Not, not Carlo. Ben Solo. He's mile wide like Ronaldo is. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Switzerland is for me. Uh, Switzerland. Admiral Holdo. 
because I like her hair. Yeah, okay. Admiral Holdo has got it has you know it's nothing sweet about it, but I'm going for Holdo. Um, All right. Yours is Denmark. Denmark, Sio Bibble. <laughs> Bibble. <laughs> Bibble, please. Bibble, Some please. Phantom Menace goodness, please. Flyo Bibble. Uh, my yeah. next one is uh, Wales. So, oh, Wales. Oh. Wales. I'm going to go for Wedge Antilles. Ah, Wales Wedge. Wedge. Is the guy who plays Wedge English or Welsh? Uh, Dennis Lawson or- is, I think he's Scottish. Is Scots? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. too late now. But right here we go. So here's one for you, an easy one. Uh, yeah. North Macedonia. North Macedonia. North Macedonia, of course. Yeah. North Macedonia. Surely it's got to be Mace Windu. <laughs> North Macedonia. Macedonia. Come on. Oh Come, yes. Come on, yeah, mate. Out the window. Uh, what's next for mine? Oh, I've got Hungary. <laughs> There's only one person. It's got to be Grogu because he's always hungry. Oh, so very Grogu. Good. All right, we've got two more teams left. <clears throat> right, uh, your on. final team, my friend, is Slovakia. Slovakia. Oh, mate, Slovakia. Let's give him. Let's give him a big boy. Let's give them Darth Vader. <laughs> No, no. Do you know, we've already had Anakin, so let's have scratch that Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, Darth yeah. Maul was slacky. Yeah. Uh, funny, so that leaves my final one is Scotland, the old oh, enemy. Oh, Scotland. Pal- Muck Palpatine is going to be Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Muck Sidious. <laughs> Given Scotland Palpatine, <laughs> and we've got to play Scotland in the group stage. So one of the games is going to be Jiren versus Palpatine. <laughs> oh, and Jiren will probably come out on top. Come on, come uh, on. Oh, well, that's, that's, there is the official Star Wars sessions Euro 2020 choices. What we'll be doing is online on socials. We'll every time there's a game, we'll put it out oh. in some way, shape, or form. We'll have the matchup. So the first game in the Euros was, I can't remember now, I think it was Italy versus Belgium, I think, which would then be... Italy-Turkey, is it? Italy-Turkey. So Watto versus Admiral Motti is the first matchup <laughs> in the Galactic Championships. Oh, mate, this is so stupid. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, especially if we go it's forward. It's going to be great. I hope this is a good one. I, I really hope England hope. win, just so, obviously, but just so Jira lifts the trophy at the end because we will Photoshop her into the team photo. Oh, that's funny. That's some funny stuff. Come on. Come on, Jira. Come on, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, we're the home nations and Wedge for Wales as well. Let's do it. Luke Summerfield uh, and, and Matty Bell supporting now Wedge Antilles. Yeah. If if you are a European listener, we know we have a lot of you guys. Yes. Um, post, post a photo of the character of your home country <laughs> and uh, do like hashtag Star Wars Sessions Euros 2021 That's or it. something like that. Something Tim like that. Tim Grease back um, in Germany. Euros Tico. Yeah. Burn in Austria. Yeah. Akbar. Yeah. We've got, <laughs> we got quite a few. We've got quite a few. So yeah. Or if you're, or if, you know, you're from elsewhere, if you're American or Australian, you know, uh, get behind the country. Get behind, Adopted you know, country, support. Yeah. Support Slovakia. Why not? Yeah. Support Darth Wales. Wales. Everyone loves Wales. Yeah, come on. Come on, yeah. mate. That is so it. So here we go. 
the Star Wars Sessions European Championship, Galactic Championship, gets underway a few days after this episode comes out, if you're listening on the day it comes out. So stay, stay tuned to our socials for all of the matchups. And hey, look, maybe one of the, maybe Jira could win the whole thing. Maybe, maybe Dooku may win. Who knows? It's going to be exciting. What I do know, sadly though, is that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 118. But the fun doesn't end there. And no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the lot. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Uh, drop us a voice note. We love voice notes. We love emails. We, and we've been getting quite a few more of those lately, haven't yes. we? And we we've yes, been, thank we've you, loved. We really have loved uh, getting those. So thank you to everyone who emails us in questions and stuff. You know, we do try to reply to them. Uh, send, in, send them all to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yes, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast. You're going to find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcasts it's awesome we're on there so drop us a review if you have a spare five minutes a good healthy five stars that uh, helps us grow gets more people uh, engaged with the show which means we get to speak to each and every one and more of you each week so uh thank you yes and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your neighbor who's putting out whatever national flag he what he chooses to support or any neutral friend you know whoever just loves the beautiful game tell your ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier come on yeah whoever you tell make sure you tell him the storm is coming home so this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from luke May the force be with you always. Luke, Storm's coming home. Luke, oh, Sarah's Galfgate. <laughs> so stupid. They are Essex based podcast heroes. Special effects are just a tool, a means of telling a story. A special effect without a story is a pretty boring thing. Tell that to Country Club.